Welcome to a VO2 Lounge short. In these episodes, I give a summary of the information found in a much longer previous episode that I've already released. This episode is going to talk all about the five ways to maximize muscle hypertrophy gains. Before going any further, I would like to get this disclaimer out of the way. The content and materials featured or linked to in this podcast are for your information and education only and are not intended to address your particular personal requirements. The information does not constitute medical advice or recommendation and should not be considered as such. I am not a medical professional and therefore not able to give medical advice. First, I think it's important to simply understand what muscle hypertrophy is. So simply put, muscle hypertrophy or growth refers to the increase in muscle mass. Muscle hypertrophy occurs when muscle protein synthesis exceeds muscle protein breakdown and results in a positive net protein balance in cumulative periods. This can be achieved with both resistance training and protein ingestion, which stimulates muscle protein synthesis and leads to decreases in muscle protein breakdown. So that is what the next five tips are going to aim to focus on maximizing. Firstly, volume. A 2017 meta-analysis by Schofield et al. stratified hypertrophic gains across the pooled literature for five weekly sets, well less than five weekly sets, five to nine weekly sets, and ten plus weekly sets reporting back their increases of 5%, 7% and 10% respectively. Other data shows that 4 sets per muscle groups a week should be a baseline for optimizing muscle hypertrophy. Simply put, from this data it is clear that volume does matter. 4 weekly sets per muscle group will provide a good baseline, but the best way to maximize your muscle growth is going to have to be increasing that volume with four to five sets kind of being the peak of that inflection point. Tip number two is going to be sticking to compound lifts. Multi-joint exercises, also known as compound lifts, activate several groups of muscles at the same time, which allows for lifting of heavier weights. Examples include a squat, bench press, barbell row, deadlifts, so on and so on. Most people know what compound lifts are. Strength improvement in multi-joint exercises appear to be higher and more rapid than in single limb exercises. So if you are time crunch, which you likely are if you've come across this episode, then the key thing is focusing on the majority of your lifts to be in compound movements and then finite detailed movements that are isolating of a particular muscle can be used when there is more time available to the individual. Although going to the gym is arguably the most important thing, protein timing, which is going to be tip number three, and volume is arguably number two. There are lots of different bits of information around protein timing and volume. Increasing your protein intake to one gram per pound or two grams per kilogram is going to help improve muscle protein synthesis and muscle hypertrophy. This is key really, if you hit this number you're going to be right in the middle of most studies that come to a conclusion on how much protein to intake. If you're cutting or trying to lose weight then more protein is necessary to maintain muscle mass. New research seems to suggest that protein timing however 
around workouts is not as important as once thought and instead consuming between 30 and 50 grams of protein at breakfast and at dinner to achieve the leucine effect and stimulate muscle protein synthesis is enough to have it ticking over throughout the day. Then other supplementary amounts of protein can be fit in with other snacks. This may mean that you are having a protein shake after a workout, but just know that if you miss that window, it's not the end of the world. If you've had adequate protein throughout the day, particularly at breakfast and dinner, you'll be okay. These values, however, of 30 grams to 50 grams are related to animal protein. If you're taking a plant-based protein shake, they often have additional amino acids. However, if you're having a raw item such as a lentil then sticking to the higher end of these values will ensure that you're getting adequate amino acids for adequate stimulation of muscle protein synthesis. Tip number four using a barbell over dumbbells. Studies have shown that resistance trained participants are able to perform a one rep max lift with approximately 20% heavier loads during a barbell bench press compared to a dumbbell bench press. When looking through the body of literature, training with a barbell allows for higher total muscle activation and the ability to lift heavier weights compared to dumbbells. While dumbbell exercises can be good for targeting specific muscles and dealing with imbalances and provide a freer range of motion, which in some cases can be desirable, it would seem that training with a barbell is the better option for increasing muscle hypertrophy and overall strength improvements. And the fifth and final tip, which may be controversial for some people, but eliminating static stretching, keyword there, static stretching, from your workout. It has been established that static stretching leads to an acute loss of strength and power, so-called stretch-induced strength loss, and should therefore probably not be performed before strength training. To be specific, 30 to 60 minutes of stretching has been found to cause 22% acute strength loss, while shorter durations of static stretching result in approximately 8% in strength loss. This means a lighter weight will be lifted and therefore fewer adaptions. This isn't to say you shouldn't stretch, but that you should do these in another session or incorporate dynamic stretching instead, which has been shown to not reduce strength in an acute strength loss. Also another option is to just warm up with the movement. If you're doing bench press and your working set is going to be 100 kilos for example, start off with 40 or 60 and use the actual bar itself and the movement itself to warm the body and stretch off the working muscles. And with that, thank you for listening to today's short. If you want to learn more, then I have a full-length episode dedicated to this topic already. Before you go, why not follow the podcast and leave it a rating wherever you get your podcasts from, or even better, share it with a friend. For any comments, feedback, or if you would like to suggest a topic for future episodes, I can be contacted at the vo2lounge at gmail.com. And with that, I'll see you in the next one.